Welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simple. Simply. So the first thing that we have to talk about is our new theme song. And you've noticed on the podcast for many years, I've had the intro and the outro have been the same little piano ballad in the background. But this is so special. This song was written by my dear friend, Robin Miller. And she wrote this specifically for the Simply Living for Him retreat that we held this past week in Gettysburg. Today, we're going to talk all about that retreat because you've heard me on social media kind of, you know, giving you glimpses here and there. But I really want to get into it, not just about the retreat and what we've learned um, on the retreat, but really I wanted to talk about... um, you know, just all the things leading up to it. So if you're in any situation these days and you're feeling like you're under attack, you're going to be so encouraged. Um, If you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed and distracted, you're going to be so encouraged because we learned a lot of lessons about that. And I really want to hone in on sisters in Christ and relationships that are so um, unlike the relationships that you find in this world. When women come together because we are united by Jesus, I really want to talk about that a lot because I was just so touched this past week with these women that I just feel so blessed. Um, So we're going to talk a lot about all of those things. But first things first, before we start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. You can go over to Apologia.com, get all your curriculum for the upcoming school year, check out all their specials. They also have some free resources over there. Uh, We have loved using Apologia over the almost, I think it's 18 years now that we've been homeschooling. So go check out everything they offer at Apologia.com. Okay, so the new theme song. Let's talk about that real quick because I am so excited about this song. First of all, Robin has been a friend for many years. She has always led worship at our Simply Living for Him retreats. Um, Over the years, she has graciously um, agreed to lead the worship time. And it's just so different when, you know, I feel like... um, you know, she just has this really pure heart. It really matches up with my mission for Simply Living for Him, which is you know, all about Jesus. It's not about me. You know, oftentimes, you know, in worship, it's hard to find somebody that isn't a performer, right? And so Robin is, she's got a beautiful voice, but she's up there truly to lead the women in worship. And she has blessed us over the years at our Simple Living for Him retreats. She's blessed us at our day events locally. And this year I was, you know, 
planning the retreat and for everybody, right? It's been a hard couple of years for Robin especially, and I wasn't sure that she would agree to do it, you know, with all the things going on in the world. And, um, you know, I know that maybe she was a little hesitant. And I even said to her at one time, look, if you can do it, great. I'm not stressing about it. Like, if not, women can just sing a cappella, and that will be worship. Like, we will figure it out. I'm just going to leave this in God's hands. And then I got that glorious day where she, I could still remember, sent me a text and was like, you know what? I've been thinking about the retreat and I want to do it. Even though like all these things have gone on and are going on, I want to do it. I want to serve the Lord in this way. And I was so grateful. And not only does she bless us by blessing us with her beautiful voice and she chose just perfect songs for our time together. I was blown away. I hadn't heard this song before that she wrote. It's called Simply Live It for Him. And she had texted me a while back, maybe a couple of weeks back, and she was like, I wrote a song. And is it okay? She's like, you know, I was inspired by your ministry. Is it okay that the title is like similar? And I was like, Are, okay, I'm honored. Like, that's awesome. I'm so excited. And I really wanted to hear the song beforehand, but she never sent it to me. And I am so glad she didn't because it took my breath away to hear it. Like, okay, so first of all, to be at the retreat for the first time in four years, which I'm going to get into all the retreat stuff in a minute, um, to be you know, at the retreat for the first time in four years to be in the presence of these women and in the presence of the Holy Spirit and just to have this song with the words, you have to hear the whole song. I'll tell you how to find it in just a minute. But to hear the words to the song, it was like putting my ministry to music. And Robin just did that so perfectly. She set my ministry to music. I feel like everything that I've talked about for this, you know, 10... It's over a decade now, 12 years, I think I've been doing this. Um, and so it was just, I just literally burst out crying. I was overwhelmed, like ugly crying in the corner while um, she was singing this song. And she had planned on singing it once. And then I was like, we've got to sing it again. And then like the next day, I was like, no, we have to sing it again. And every time I cried. And then, you know, Steve said to me, oh, my goodness, wouldn't it be amazing if you could use part of that song for your podcast as your intro and your outro? So I asked Robin and she was like, of course. So I will link. I don't believe it's available just yet, but as soon as the um uh, she has a CD that is available in a physical CD and in digital. As soon as it is available, I am going to link it uh, in every show. So you will always be able to find it. You can also go to her Facebook page, Robin Miller Ministry. You will be so blessed by her pure heart for worship, right? This isn't about performance and glitz and glamour. She's got a pure heart for worship and a beautiful voice. And the cool thing was about the retreat. Normally, I always have like these visions of I want this song and I want that song and this will go perfectly and that will go perfectly. And this year, I was just like, Robin, it's in your hands. Between you and the Lord, I trust whatever songs you choose. Like I literally didn't even know what she chose until like right before the retreat. And the songs literally went perfectly with the message, with the themes, with everything. So, you know, God was in the whole thing. So uh, Robin, like I said, her um, music will be available for you to purchase on CD or digital download. I will be sharing that in each and every episode. I will link it because I'm going to um, be using her song here as well 
And I just pray it blesses you because like I said, it's like my ministry in music and Robin has such a gift. So I thank you, Robin. So I want to talk to you guys about the retreat. There is so much to say. So like I was going to do it on Instagram, a video. I was like, oh, I could do it on Facebook. And I'm like, you know, what? I'll just podcast because this is this. There's a lot to say. There are so many lessons through this whole thing. First of all, for any of you who don't know, the Simply Living for Him retreat started back in 2016. This crazy idea I had at the time, I was kind of just starting my speaking career. I was just a couple of years into my speaking career at homeschooling conventions. And, you know, I was nationally uh, speaking at various conventions, locally speaking at mom's groups and homeschooling groups and things like that. And I was really loving that gift that God had given me that I was getting these opportunities. But I really felt that my message on simplifying and listening to his voice above all the noise in this world and, you know, getting rid of distractions and being in the word every day, I really felt that that message was for so much more than just the homeschooling community. So I wanted to kind of branch out and... I thought, well, what if I did my own little event, you know? Um, What if I tried to do like this little... At first, I remember thinking it was going to be like an unplugged retreat where maybe ladies would come for the weekend, put their phones away, and, you know, just kind of um, soak in God's Word and have this kind of unplugged retreat. And that kind of changed from, you know, I didn't want to be policing people. If you want to use your phone or, you know, we're all taking pictures because it's just so fun, you know? So like, it wasn't really about that, but I still wanted to provide this event where I could get my message out there, but not just for homeschoolers, for all women. So that was in 2016, well, 2015, when I had the idea. And I'll tell you how it actually started. I can clearly remember how it started. So that summer of 2015, we were new into our home out here in our little hobby farm, trying to live the simple life. And I started having prayer groups at my home on every Wednesday. And I would just put there on Facebook, like prayer group at my home, all women welcome, two o'clock every Wednesday, like no need to RSVP, just show up. And I would just put it out there every single week for anybody who wants to come, come on over. And so sometimes I'd get a whole bunch of women. Sometimes I'd get one woman. Sometimes I get nobody. If I got nobody, I still sat there on my porch and prayed. And I learned that summer how cool it was that when women came together, because the very first prayer group we had, I have a whole podcast episode in the archives about this. I won't get into the whole story, but real briefly, the first one I had, six ladies showed up and they were from completely different places in my life you know, and they didn't know each other. And I remember they had all told me they were coming. And I was like, well, this is kind of an odd mix of people. Like they're from all different places. None of them know each other. And this is, is this going to be weird? You know, what's it going to be like? And we had the best time. We had the most amazing time of prayer. And it was really cool because while we were sitting here and talking about our various prayer requests, like one woman would say to the other woman, oh yeah, me too. Or one woman would say to the other woman, oh, I went through that. Here's a resource for you. And it was like these six women came from all different places, all different ages, stages of life. Some were, you know, mature Christians. Some, one I don't think even was a Christian. And so she was just like, I just wanted to learn and and come to, you know, I wanted to know what this was about. And so the cool thing was when they all left, I was like, huh, wouldn't you know it? 
I thought like I was going to get together with my girlfriends. I'll be honest with you. I thought I'm going to put prayer group out there and like my girlfriends will come over and we'll have coffee and we'll pray and the kids will play and it'll be like a social event. It wasn't that at all. These six women came that were like from completely different phases of my life. Some I hadn't even seen in years and just showed up. And so when they left, I really thought, well, God taught me like it wasn't about uh, social time. This was truly about real prayer and how women came together when they simply had the desire to seek Jesus more. It was so beautiful. And so that was in my head. And then I had this idea like about, you know, getting my message out there to more than just homeschoolers, because those women that came to prayer, they weren't homeschoolers. So I thought I really want to get my ministry out there to other people. So I remember sitting on my deck and praying about it. And clearly, God gave me this idea for, you know, doing a retreat for women. And so long story short, we ended up um, going out to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, because we had gone on vacation there as a family several years prior to that. And we stayed at a beautiful location. I thought that would be a great location, which is the lodges at Gettysburg. And so we went out for a meeting and I met with the lodges and I was like, this is it. This is the place I can picture women here getting away from the noise because it is a beautiful location. It is just such a peaceful place. And so with that, we began to plan for our first Simply Living for Him retreat. Fast forward to the summer of 2016. And here I had 33 women signed up for the retreat. I had their names hanging over my kitchen sink for months and months and months. Every time somebody registered, I put it up on there and I prayed by, you know, for these women by name every single day for months. So I knew these women by name, but lo and behold, I didn't know any of them in real life. And it was so interesting because you know, I was holding this retreat and I put it out there on my social media and on my website and you know, all of that. And the people that registered were literally nobody I knew, not my friends, not anybody from home. And it's funny because we laugh about it now. My church family, they're like, why didn't we go that first year? And I was like, look, I didn't even know what I was doing. How did you, you know, I didn't expect you to know what I was doing. Plus, at that time, everybody sort of associated me with homeschooling. So they were like, oh, that's a homeschool thing. So regardless, the day of the retreat, I am a nervous wreck. All of these things, of course, were happening that, you know, trying to stop me from going. My mom and dad actually came out to help me with the retreat. And I remember sitting there at six o'clock. The doors are opening at six. I had this list of people that I didn't know who they were, but they had signed up. They had bought a ticket. And my mom looks over at me and she goes, Karen, who are these people that are on? Like, do you know them? I'm like, nope. <laughs> and she's like, okay, what if nobody shows up? I'm like, I don't know. What if nobody shows up? Well, lo and behold, they all started to show up one by one. And all of a sudden, those faces that, you know, I got faces with the names I had been praying for. And something happened that weekend that was purely all from God. These women, we all bonded like you wouldn't believe. It was the most beautiful thing of my life. I actually left that retreat driving home in the car. And I looked over to Steve and I said, I could die now. And he's like, what? I'm like, no, really, I could die now because I feel like I saw my purpose in life. Like, I feel like, wow, this was such a God thing. And, you know, with that, of course, I'm still here and I'm glad that I'm still here. But 
I really felt so fulfilled, like I have seen that I have fulfilled a purpose from God. And so the next two years, we con- we continued to do the retreat. The second year, I was like, will this be a fluke? Like, was the first year just, you know, this fluke? Will this one even be as good? And of course, the second year comes and it's even better than the first. And the third year comes and it's even better. And, you know, every year we had just about 30, between 33, 35 ladies it was always like the same amount. And then that was in 2018 was our last retreat and I had said the following year for 2019 I was going to take the year off because at that point I knew that it was my daughter Grace's last summer home before her senior year of high school and I felt very strongly that I needed to be present that summer because the retreat it takes a lot out of you. You know, there's a tons and months and months and hours and hours of planning. And I'm a one woman show over here at Simple Living for Him. I don't have a big staff or team. I have my family and that's it. And so I was felt very strongly that I needed to take that year off. And so I did. Um, and isn't God amazing because I didn't realize it, but that really would be her last summer home because she did end up going off to college in 2020 and not coming back because she got married. So I'm so thankful that I had that summer to completely focus on her and spend time with her and my family. And then of course we didn't realize COVID would hit. And so we had to take off some more years after the retreat. So we had 2019 off because of grace, then 2020, and then 2020. And uh, here we are now in 2022. And I was like, we must do another retreat. We have to. And, you know, I remember when I was planning it, I think I started planning it way back in the fall. And I remember saying, well, by next summer, we don't have to worry about COVID. Like we've said, you know, for years now, we don't have to worry about COVID. That won't be an issue. Even if it's around, it'll be summer. So, you know, we won't have too much stuff to worry about. And I'm just going to go forward in faith with this retreat. And so we did. And we had 33 women again signed up for the retreat. And um, it was as, you know, as I was planning it, I really felt like it was right. I really felt like it was it was supposed to be. It it felt so good. Everything was falling into place. My daughter Grace agreed to help and to speak because she's actually in school for youth ministry and she teaches the youth at her church. Um, and she is an amazing gifted teacher. And so we had, uh, I think it was what ended up being about six or seven young ladies joining us on the retreat. I would have moms say, hey, can I bring my teenagers or can I bring my young adult, you know, women, they're not married or moms. I'm like, yes, this is for all ages and stages. And so we had these young women coming and I thought, wouldn't it be cool if Grace could come and be a part of the retreat? And she gave a special session just for the younger women and she knocked it out of the park. Uh, she is an amazing teacher. She not only blessed the, the young women, she blessed us older ladies as well. There was so much to learn from her. You can still purchase the sessions from the retreat. We have virtual tickets that were available and we are still selling those for anybody who is interested in watching all of the main sessions from the retreat. So you can find those at simplylivingforhim.com or email me and I'll send you over the link. Um, So that was really cool. So everything started to fall into place. I was very excited. And then it was about two weeks before the retreat where things started to fall apart. Um, COVID started to, you know, uh, what's it called? I don't want to say spike, surge, whatever. We started getting a lot more cases of COVID around. You started hearing people having COVID. I'm like, okay, here we go. And of course, they're like, even if you had it, even if you're, you know, vaccinated, you still can get it, blah, blah, blah. And so that was in the back of my head. 
And then I started to think, um, so Steve had not really an exposure, but somewhat of an exposure at work like two weeks before. And it, it wasn't nearly enough to like, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that gets you thinking. And I thought to myself, okay, so this is two weeks before the retreat. Like, what if I got it before the retreat? And, you know, I'm not worried about, I had it already. I, I know like whatever. I was worried about if I get it and I have to cancel, like if I get it and I have to be in isolation and I can't go, like I said, I'm a one woman show. (laughs) So there won't be a retreat if I I can't go. And and that started to really panic me and it started to weigh on me. And, um, you know, I got nervous, not just like, oh, if we don't have the retreat, like the world's going to end. It's not. But at this point, I'll be honest with you, everything was paid for. I have to pay the venue ahead of time to rent the space and pay for the catering and all of that. Plus, we purchased all kinds of things uh, for the attendees. And, you know, there's just a lot involved. And I won't get that back if I can't go. I have paid already for everything. And so I'm thinking, Steve, how much money do we have in our savings account? Because if I have to cancel, I am going to have to refund all these ladies and you know, I won't have it because we've given it to the venue. And, you know, that really started to weigh on me and Satan knows. And so he just was relentless with torturing me with that thought. And I would say to myself one day, it's fine. It's fine. You know, whatever will be, will be. And if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And I would be good with that. But then I'd wake up at three in the morning because we know how the enemy likes to work uh, in the cover of darkness and, you know, give you those thoughts. And it started to weigh on me. So I started to like not go out. I didn't go to church for two weeks. I watched online. I was literally putting myself in a bubble because I was so worried about that. Um, Lo and behold, we did end up having COVID in our church the Sunday before the retreat. So praise the Lord, I didn't go that weekend. Um, And we did end up having, I believe it was six ladies not come to the retreat because of COVID. Either they had it or they were coming with somebody who had it. And so, I mean, talk about Satan having a field day. I am walking out the door on Wednesday to the retreat and I'm getting messages from people saying, I just tested positive, I'm not coming. And so I'm thinking now, is my retreat going to be a super spreader? Are people coming to the retreat that are going to have it or had been exposed to it? Are we going to have people at the retreat getting sick? Are we all going to be exposed? And I mean, I'm just like getting bombarded with these thoughts and I'm just like, okay, Lord, if this is from you, it will happen. And if it's, you know, if, if you don't want this retreat to happen, you will stop it. And we're just going to go forth in faith. But I'll tell you, it took everything in me. Okay, so besides that, I will tell you the week before the retreat, I, I can give you a list of all the things that kept happening. But um, our washing machine broke, our air conditioning broke, my car broke. Um, and not only are those things obviously just, uh, you know, they are um, a hindrance, but they cost a lot. And so all of that was weighing on me. I needed my car to get out to Gettysburg. I have a minivan. We had a ton of stuff we were bringing out for the retreat. Um, And so it was in the shop. They promised it would be ready by Wednesday when we left. Tuesday night, we were still waiting to hear. I hadn't had the car packed. And the thing is, I've never gone out to the retreat on the day that it starts. So we always go out a day before, get settled. We're there nice and early. We can hang out. And then when it's time to set up for the retreat, we're there. But this year, just because of the way life was, 
And to be honest, cost involved and trying to keep costs down and not do a whole nother night at the lodges. We decided to go out on Wednesday, get there for the afternoon, set up, and then have the retreat that evening. So I didn't have a car as of Tuesday night. I wasn't packed up yet because I'd been waiting for my car. And I find out I'm not going to have my car for the retreat. So we are all going out. My mother-in-law came out to the retreat, my husband and my three boys. So now I'm like, we can't all fit in my husband's truck and uh, with all the stuff for the retreat. So now we're going to need to take two cars. Uh, So my son was able to drive his car and then I was able to take Steve's truck filled with all the stuffs, but we weren't planning on two cars. So it's late now, Tuesday night. We're leaving Wednesday morning and I'm like, okay, I'm going to pack Steve's truck and it starts to storm. And with that, I get an alert on my phone that says tornado warning, seek shelter. And I literally looked down at my phone and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like a tornado now? Okay. So with that, the weather did real turn real bad. And apparently we, I guess it wasn't an actual tornado, but we had those straight line winds right over in our town. And so there was a lot of damage uh, just with one of those short like bursts of storms. And so I looked down at my phone. I say, great, now we're on a tornado warning. Um, and I literally... S- I say out loud, well, as long as we don't lose power, (laughs) as soon as I said it, guess what? We lost power. And so now we lose power. We're having a tornado. The car's not packed. It's like 8 p.m., people. I'm like, we're leaving in the morning. And when I tell you, like, there's a lot to pack. There is a lot of stuff to pack. So, I mean, everything for the retreat has to be packed. Plus, a family of five has to pack all our stuff, blah, blah, blah. So now I'm just like losing it. Um, And I had been out since six in the morning because since I didn't have a car and I still had errands to do for the retreat, I had to drive my husband to work, which is half an hour away, six o'clock in the morning, uh, come home, do the errands, then drive back to get him later. So I am like done at this point. So I go out to my car. The storm passes. We still have no power. Oh, I forgot to mention, we had a fire the couple days before that. My husband was grilling, and the grill caught on fire, and our whole barn almost went into flames. So that was just another little mishap I figured I'd mention in there. So as you can see, all these things are just piling up, and I'm like, with each attack, I'm like, okay, either this retreat is going to be like something amazing, and that's why Satan is trying so hard to distract me, or I'm just going to crumble and fall right now, because I just was like, I can't take one more thing happening. I also found out that week that my daughter, who was speaking at the retreat, a car hit her car in her parking lot at her apartment, so she had distractions. Um, I mean, it was like literally one thing after another. There was other little things. I won't even list them all for time's sake. But anyway, I go out to my car. We still don't have power. Uh, I go out to my car so that I can charge my phone. And I start um, messaging the alumni, we call it, you know, the girls who've been to the retreats before. We had several returning this year that have been to the other retreats. And I start messaging them. And I'm like, ladies, you know, pray all these things are happening. And these ladies are literally like, you know, the hands and feet of Jesus. Because here, they have paid a ticket to come to the retreat and be an attendee. And they all just start chiming in. They're like, don't worry, we're going to help you set up tomorrow. Don't worry, we'll take care of this. Don't worry, this and that. And I'm like, you're coming to the retreat as an attendee. I'm here to serve you. And they're like, don't even think twice. We will be there to set up to help you. And I was like, no, no, no. You know, if I need help, I'll let you know. Well, lo and behold, I get there to Gettysburg on Wednesday, pulling in late, later than we had anticipated to set up. 
and who's waiting in the parking lot but some of these alumni. I mean, I'm just telling you, because the hands and feet of Jesus, that's what they are. And it just showed me so much how special sisters in Christ are. These relationships that I've made at the retreat are like nothing I've ever had in my life. Like I literally know we live in all different places. We're all different. We all come from different walks of life. We live far away from each other. I literally know I could message them at any time and they would be there. Like that's, it's just amazing. And so all of that to say, all of these, you know, attacks are happening until like we literally are in the venue. People are starting to show up and, you know, we've had people cancel because of COVID and just so many things. Um, And so I'm just standing there and I'm like, all right, Lord, we're here. We're doing this. Like, you know, we're here. As long as I don't get COVID and have to cancel the whole thing, let's go. And what an amazing two days. And I hate to say this because I don't want to like diminish the other retreats, but I feel like this was truly the best one ever. Like it just, I guess because we had been away from four years um, and, you know, it just was all the attacks going into it to actually be there and have it happen. And then to have Robin play the beautiful song, which I can't wait for you to hear the full length song. Like I said, you can hear the snippet in the beginning of the podcast and you'll hear it again at the end, but just so many things. So let me just tell you a little bit about our retreat in general. The theme this year was sit at his feet. And so we were going to be looking at Mary and Martha. And I know a lot of people, even you, maybe out there just rolled your eyes. You're like, yeah, Mary and Martha, we know the story. But this was a lot different. This was really looking at these women in a different light, in a new light, and really trying to understand why Jesus told Mary she chose the good part and the one that was necessary and would not be taken away from her. Like if Jesus says that she chose the better, I want to know why, you know, because obviously if Jesus says it, it's important. So we really dug into those two women. And again, if you're interested in the sessions, uh, you can get the virtual ticket. I will link it in the show notes, or you can go to simplylivingforhim.com and you can find it over there on my website. Um, But this posture that Mary was sitting at Jesus's feet. We talked a lot about how that is a posture of a servant and that is a posture of humility. It wasn't just about like, oh, Martha's busy doing and Mary's going to sit and like rest. There was so much more to it. But at the end of the day, she's a servant and she, we were learning really about what does it mean to be a disciple and a servant and to really submit and surrender. Mary is also seen in um, the book of John where she anoints Jesus's feet. And again, there's three places that Mary is found in Luke chapter 10, John 11, and John 12. And all three places you see her at his feet. So that's really important, especially three times. If it's mentioned three times, it's got to be important. So we dug into this whole idea of at the feet. There's many, 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 many places in the Bible where it talks about somebody being at somebody's feet and what that means. And so we dug into that. But, you know, when she anoints him with this oil, this is a year's worth of wages that she just pours out onto his feet. And we talked a lot about how, what a symbol that is, that she poured out everything to be his servant. Like she let go of all the things of this world. She poured out something that was so expensive 
right? And didn't have a care in the world for it because this was her master and he would take care of her. We talked a lot about the relationship between a master and a servant, that it wasn't a servant under compulsion or because you have to serve. It was because you know that your master is going to care for you and protect you and guide you and teach you and all of these things. So Anyway, you know, we have this idea of her pouring it all out at his feet, like complete surrender, complete submission, uh, pouring out her whole life and all the things of this world are let go and she is completely trusting her master. The things of this world don't mean anything because she's serving him. And so we talked a lot about that as well and how... um, you know, the things of this world really have no hold on us. And we talked a lot. You know, it's funny. We were at Gettysburg where you're surrounded by battlefields, the most beautiful scenery. If you drive through the battlefields of Gettysburg, there's so much to see. We went the one night we were there to this uh, one place called Little Round Top where you can go watch the sunset. It's breathtaking, but you're surrounded by all these battlefields. And I kept thinking about these battles that were actually physically fought there, right? And I kept thinking how in our lives, it's completely the opposite of the world. Our battle is won when we surrender. Our freedom is found in surrender. It is there where our freedom is found and there where our battles are won. Our battles are won at Jesus' feet because he is the one who fights our battles. He is the one who um, ultimately is victorious and he is the one who we are living for. And so there's freedom in that. It does. It sounds counterintuitive, like freedom and surrender, like freedom and being a servant. Yes, because he's caring for you. He's protecting you. He's taking care of you. I don't want to be in control of my life. One of the things I said this weekend was, I can't even remember to put the clothes in the dryer and I want to be in control of my life. And one of the ladies wrote that down in her journal. She thought it was funny. But seriously, I can't even remember like the most menial tasks day to day. And I want to be in control of the big things of my life. No, I want the Lord to be in control. And so the battle is won at Jesus's feet. The freedom we have is found in surrender. And again, it's so opposite to what this world will tell us. So those were some of the big lessons that we learned um, at the retreat. And then I want to just talk to you about the sisterhood of Um, the unity, the sisters in Christ. I just keep thinking of the psalm, how good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity. And it's like, when you are at these retreats, it's, you know, and everybody said it to me that's been there. They're like, you know, I've gone to events, but there's something different about this. I cannot explain the unity that happens because maybe it's because I am intentionally trying to not make the retreat about the world and about stuff you know I always say like I bring my decorations from home I'm not over there like trying to make this big fancy elaborate fluffy frou-frou let's all feel good and puff up ourselves women's event I'm at this women's event like yeah let me bring some decorations from home to make it look kind of nice but honestly I don't want anybody to come and remember what the room even looked like I want them to remember 
how magnificent Jesus is. I want them to walk in that room and be filled with the Holy Spirit, not filled with stuff. And so that has always been my intention. That's what I pray for. You know, like I said, with the worship, Robin's heart is the same. It's not about, you know, we're not over there with big lights and, you know, all kinds of fancy stuff. She's over there with her keyboard in the, in the corner. And we're singing our praises to the Lord and we're worshiping him in pure worship. And when we're gathering together, you know, it's not about this big fluffy women's event and having these perfect decorations and, you know, trying to puff ourselves up. In fact, we want to be humble because when that's where we see where we, you know, what we truly are when we're at his feet, we're humble. It's, it's a posture of humility. And so, um, you know, there's something about these retreats. I don't know if it's like I said, because I specifically try to keep it from, you know, we are all so real when we're together, you know, like it's, I could care less what I look like. We had sunrise devotions one morning and we met at 530 in the morning and we watched the sunrise because the lodges at Gettysburg has the most breathtaking view of the sunrise over the battlefields because it's set high, high, high on a hill. It's just breathtaking. And so we all went out in our pajamas. I didn't even think twice. I don't, these women, I know, like I could care less because I couldn't care less, I mean. Um, Because it's like we have this bond that is about so much more than worldly stuff. We're not trying to impress each other. There's just something about it. And everybody that's there, whether you've been there before or you're new, we all feel that that just that real sense of sisterhood. And so it's just amazing. It's just amazing. So I hope that we get to the opportunity to do the retreat again next year. I'm praying about it because, you know, prices go up everywhere for everything and the venue will be quite a bit more expensive next year. But, you know, I, I trust the Lord in this and maybe there's a different location we have to have it at or maybe we'll have it there and God will provide. I trust that if that's where it's supposed to be. Um, so that's in his hands right now. And the whole thing is in his hands because I have seen that when I try to do it in my strength or my control, it's going to be a mess. But when I truly surrender it, like in my in my control, I would have canceled it because as people were telling me they were getting COVID, I was like, this is probably even not even a good idea to do this retreat because, you know, what if we're a super spreader or, you know, all of these things were happening with the car and, you know, we have all these financial things that I'm worried about. I'm just like, you know what? I'm doing it anyway, because if God didn't want me to do it, I wouldn't be doing it. So I walk forth in faith until he puts a stop to it. And I'm telling you, the retreat was far greater than anything. I have to tell you about the first night as well. You may have seen some pictures on Instagram. I have a ton of pictures from the retreat on Instagram and Facebook. But um, the first night we were there, Robin, uh, uh, my friend who led worship, she had left for the evening and we have a dessert party at the end of our, our evening on Wednesday night. So we were at the dessert party. Robin had left because she was staying not on site. That's the other thing about the retreat. You do not have to stay on site. You can stay anywhere you want. The lodges are a beautiful place to stay, but you don't have to stay there. You can just come for the retreat. We had somebody doing that locally who just came for the retreat. Um, so Robin was staying in a nearby campground with her family and she was on her way back and she texted me and she's like, go outside and look at the moon. 
She's like, it's like breathtaking. Go look at the moon. So I said to the ladies, like Robin just texted me. Let's go find the moon. She said, it's so beautiful. So we walk outside. Literally, we're like, I don't see the moon. There's no moon. So wherever we were on the side of the building, we had no view of the moon. So we're like laughing because we're like, what's Robin looking at? Because we don't see the moon. So we go to the other side of the building and we're like, oh, okay. Well, the clouds were really lit up, but the moon wasn't visible. You could tell the moon was behind the clouds because it was really lit up. But we were just like, oh, okay, so the moon must be on the clouds. What's Robin seeing? Because we don't see that. And then all of a sudden, the clouds start to move, and the moon starts to be revealed. And it was this most beautiful picture because the moon was shining so bright in the dark sky. And it was just like, you know, that moon, that reflection like we're supposed to reflect God's light in a dark world. And it was just like in that moment, I was like, ladies, this is such a picture. Like we, this beautiful bright light in this dark, dark sky. And that's us. You guys are all a beautiful bright light reflecting God's light in a very dark world. And so I will never look at the moon again. The same, we were all just like the moon, the moon, the moon. That's all we've been talking about. But it was just such a picture of that. And then Robin sings the song the next day. And the one line says, now we didn't know this when we were looking at the moon. And we were all talking about how the moon was lighting up the dark, dark sky. I mean, it looked like daylight. It was just lighting it up so much. And the one line in the song says, let my life outshine the darkness. Let me simply live it for him. Live your life for him. And I mean, I'll never be the same after hearing that. And it was just so incredible. So we're all like with the moon, you know, we all become like enthralled with the moon. And we just had this great bond. So every time I look at the moon, I'm going to think of these ladies. I'm going to think of that retreat. Um, But the Simply Living Prayer Retreat is truly just such a special event. I'm so grateful. I feel like this whole thing was just such a picture of walking in faith and not fear, letting the light shine in the darkness sisters in Christ, and being a humble servant of Jesus sitting at his feet. Those are like the main things there. I probably have so much more to say about it. There were so many more lessons that we learned, but like for time's sake, I mean, I could go on for hours about this, but I mean, it was just incredible. So if you missed this retreat and you want to get a glimpse of the teaching and you, you know, or a glimpse, I should say, of the retreat, you want the full teaching, you can go get the virtual ticket at simplylivingforhim.com or I will link it in the show notes. You can go and you can watch all the teaching. You can invite your girlfriends over and have your own little retreat. You guys can watch the sessions together. Um, That would be fine with me. So also there's that one session specific for young women. So if you have young women in your life, it might be something that's helpful for you or for them to watch. So I'd encourage you to check it out and um, pray with me. If we're going to have another Simple Living for Him retreat, it seems so far away to even wait till next summer to have another one. So if the Lord wills any other events, if you have a venue already or a church place where we can hold a retreat, if you have a space, I will come to you. We can do this retreat anywhere. It doesn't just have to be my retreat that I've held in Gettysburg, I will come to you. So please contact me at Karen at simplylivingforhim.com because I would love to do these all over the country because women need each other and most of all, women need Jesus. So 
Go over to the website, simplelivingforhim.com, get your virtual ticket, watch the sessions. If you're interested in a retreat in your area, we can make it happen. Let me know. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today. Let me see.